Good afternoon. Welcome to Mind Pilot. This is Dr. Jana Price Sharps. Today we're going to talk about self medication. And that may seem like kind of an odd topic, but it's something that a lot of people do, and they do it with a of different strategies. So we're going to talk about what leads to wanting self-medication, and then we're going to talk about the different kinds of self-medication. Then we're going to talk about, hmm, what's good self-medication and what's going to make you feel worse. So, you know, a lot of times people get stressed and they don't take care of the stress. It's kind of like that old adage that said, a stitch in time saves nine. What does that mean? It means that if you have a tear in something, go ahead and stitch it up wait, instead of waiting until it's completely torn. Well, the same thing can be said about mental health. If you have a restless night or you uh, have some anxiety yesterday, then instead of running from it and going, oh, my God, I don't want to think about it and I want it to go away and I want to just shut it off, instead of doing that, take a step back and say, okay, what can I do about this? Is there an underlying problem that I need to resolve? Or am I getting sick? Or did I not get enough sleep? Or did I drink too much coffee? <laughs> Which is a common one. Uh, you know, or did I drink three energy drinks? Or what is going on with me that that happened yesterday? And instead of waiting three years, so you're now having panic attacks and not going to work and not going to a grocery store because you had a panic attack there last week, and now you don't want to drive, instead of waiting, as soon as something happens with your mind and you're feeling uncomfortable, your mind's talking to you. You see, when you have a hurt knee, your knee is going to tell you there's a problem through pain sensations, right? You're going to know that your knee is hurt because if you put pressure on it, you're going to be saying, ouch, ooh, ow, that hurt, oh, right? How do we know when our brain is hurting? Well, our brain knocks. It's like, hello, there is a problem. And you go, go away, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then it gives you a little jolt of anxiety. And it's still going, hello, uh, excuse me, there is a problem here. And you go, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then it's like, okay, hello, there is a problem here. And boom, you have the first panic attack. Your brain is trying to tell you something. What is it trying to tell you? I don't know. But if you'll stop and start thinking about it, I bet you figure out what it is. So often people come in and they want a pill. You know, they'll like, I need medication for anxiety. Well, okay, there are some people, maybe initially they need anxiety meds. But really what they probably need is to fix the problem. Because most of the time anxiety is coming from a cause. What is causing it? Is it because you're too behind in work and you need to figure a strategy to catch up? Is it because you're having relationship problems with your spouse? Is it because you're concerned about your 16-year-old? Is it because you're afraid you have a health problem and you don't want to go get it addressed? What is going on? Don't avoid it. Figure out a plan to fix it. Because then... 
the need for self-medication goes away. So many people over the last oh, 25 years of my career have come in and they've been using some kind of self-medication that is causing more problems than it's helping, but it's because they're running from something or they're avoiding something. And the problem is the self-medication is making it worse. So again, a stitch in time stays, geez, a stitch in time saves nine. Make sure you remember that one because take immediate action. You're going to have a lot less problems. But let's say you didn't take immediate action and you're sitting on your couch and you're thinking about everything that's weighing you down. You're thinking about your relationships. You're thinking about work. You're thinking about old calls. You're thinking about kids. You're thinking about finances. And it gets too overwhelming because now your brain has gone down, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 different very dark rabbit holes that are hard to get out of. You feel absolutely miserable. You don't know what to do with yourself. And now your spouse or significant other or kid comes in and wants to talk and you don't want to talk because now you're really adrenalized, right? And so you think, okay, I just, I just need something to shut my brain off. And so you reach for something. You reach for the pain pills or you reach for alcohol or you reach for marijuana or you reach for something that's going to take the pain away. The problem is most things that are taking the pain away are numbing your brain, which means that when you sleep, you don't get normal sleep. You don't get REM sleep, and then you wake up feeling really tired the next morning. You didn't get the kind of sleep that you need for your brain to repair itself. Now you feel more agitated, more irritable, and it's more difficult to deal with the problems that you already have. There's lots of different ways of self-medicating. Uh, I named three. You know, substances are a big way that a lot of people try and self-medicate. Some people self-medicate with gambling. Some people self-medicate with buying things. Some people self-medicate with uh, pornography. That's a real common one. And, you know, the problem with pornography, and, and I know a lot of people enjoy pornography and use pornography, but I've seen the dark side of it where people no longer find their spouse sexually attractive because they're expecting their spouse to look like that person on the computer that has been, you know, they've been airbrushed, right? They don't really look like that. They don't really smile like that. They really don't have body parts that look like that. They have been airbrushed and morphed and changed by a computer. And so now you start expecting your spouse to act like that. Not only that, you start expecting your spouse or significant other to only pleasure you. And you kind of forget about there's two people in that equation. I actually had a patient that was so bad that he had to hang a TV to be able to look at pornography when he was having sex with his significant other. And I've heard that many, many times. They just have to turn on porn before they can get an erection to be able to have sex with their significant other. You know, so... Think about the self-medication and is there a dark side to it? Is it causing you more problems? Is it causing you more anxiety? Is it causing you more depression? Is it causing you additional financial issues? What is going on with it? How are you going to walk through this? Take 
action. Don't wait. Don't go, I'll deal with this someday. I'll deal with it tomorrow. No, deal with it today. Unless it's midnight, then go to sleep. But take that step back and think about what is one thing, just one thing that I can do today that is going to make my life a little bit better. And then make a commitment to do that. Every day, wake up and go, okay, what is one thing I'm going to do today that's going to get me closer to having a good life? Don't reach for the self-medication because it never works, okay? Reach for the solution. Reach for what am I going to do to ultimately solve this problem? There's very few problems in life that can't be resolved. Every once in a while, you'll get one, but unless you have one of those... Take that step back and figure out how to resolve your problems. Stay away from the self-medication. I have found that a lot of people uh, think that they may need drug and alcohol treatment when the reality is what they need to do is they need to get the pressure off of their lives. And so please don't take that the wrong way. There are people that are addicted to drugs and addicted to alcohol. I worked drug and alcohol treatment for many, many years, so I'm very aware of it. But there's other people that they're not addicted. They're using it as self-medication. And so that means you need to figure out the solution to the real problem. Get it fixed one step at a time. Each day, do one thing that gets you a little closer to resolution. I hope you take action. I hope you take a chance on yourself and decide to have a good life. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to have a great life. Thank you so much for joining MindPilot. This is Dr. Jana Price-Sharps. Have a wonderful day.